Greeting. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress.
refuse to come to church and hide when I'm happy. Hey man, I got my helpers this morning. All right, give them, make sure we're in that key. Oh! 
speaking to myself. You don't speak to yourself? You okay? 
New Scarale, I was speaking to you. And visiting friends at their being. I'm grateful once again to be present. He was here last Sunday, back again today. I have not moved my membership yet, but I'm at home anyway. I'm thankful to be in God's program. Thankful that he ordered my steps. That he put words in my mouth that I can claim to. If you're living in perilous times and if you don't know how to talk to God or don't know how to listen to God, you might not make it. The Pastor Smith and all of the ministers here and all of the members saved and not saved. I'm thankful once again to be here because had it not been for the Lord, where would we be? I want to be kind of brief in this today. Uh, the pastor told me this was Youth Sunday, and I know some of us on here are saved, but I've been here a long It's a blessing to get older. Most people say they're still young. You get old, your mind start leaving, or you start forgetting. Steps get shorter, pains get greater. There is a lot of eyesight get dim. There is a lot that happens to you when you get older, and it's not pleasing. It's not good. Somebody got to lead you. Somebody got to do this and do that for you. And, and look, we're not anxious anymore to help you. You're all gone out of way. And if you need some help, you should have thought of that before you got in the world and come here and stuff. Before you made the motion or the attempt to get up and go somewhere because we don't really have the time to sacrifice to help one another. Uh, since you and I are getting older, that is a blessing. And so let's go in the word. Let's go to First Samuel before I, I get in trouble. First Samuel, first chapter. celebrating black history too. We're having an all-cone choir. We have a Southern University address uh, and perhaps a few more, but I don't know the price to, you know, get a ticket. I think it's $10 and I'm sure. But uh, 
say you are welcome to her kingdom. First uh, Samuel chapter one verse nine. Are we there? So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest was sitting upon the sitting on the seat was up on the seat by the post of the temple of the Lord. She was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept so. And she bowed his vows and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget me. We want to be remembered. Everybody. We might not live the life while we were here, but everybody That's what she says, is remember thy handmaid and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child. Then I will give him unto thee, unto the Lord, all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli mocked her mouth. Preacher, I'm praying to God in my bitterness and my hurt and my disappointment and my weakness in my my lack and the preacher sitting up there mocking. He should be the last one. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was had been drinking or drunk. And Eli said unto her, How long will thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said unto and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my unto the Lord. Uh, and, and then she says, Come not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken. And then in the second chapter, verse 1 and 2, and Hannah prayed, and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My home is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. And then this is what she said There is none holy as the Lord. There is no rock, or there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock. Like our God. You may be seated. Give me a few mentions, a few moments of your undivided time as we speak to you that I learn, I find the answer. I learn to pray. I found the answer. 
I learned to pray. This is a story about a man, and we don't do this in this lifetime. We might have a, a spouse and an outside lover, but we don't have two spouses. And you know, difference in it, but you know, it's not pleasing in the sight of the Lord. But God showed us this now. You might think this man is is off of his rockets, or this woman, or these women's in his life is way wrong. But God used them to show us what happens when we don't do it His way. We have to go through stuff, and so this 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 woman was being persecuted because she had no children. And you know how it is when you get to messing with people, you call them all kind of names and all kind of things and say all manner of evil about them. But she didn't say anything about them. Penina, the first, the second wife I call her, I call Hannah the first wife, and Penina, I call her the second wife, and her husband, all of them persecuted Hannah. They went to, they went to church, what we call today church. They went and they offered sacrifice unto the Lord, offered praises unto the Lord. And after that, they would have a little feast, a little celebration. And everybody was happy and pleasing and eating but Hannah. Because I have an emptiness inside of me. And see, what's on the table is not my desire. It's not my appetite. It's not pleasing to me. What's on the table is, I don't want that. That's not filling to me. That's not fulfilling to me. My emptiness, even after I eat my emptiness, my void is still there. And I need more than what's before me. And this is how it is in the world today. We've got to know how to survive in this world. It, and we can pray for the world to get better, but it only get worse. When, when we read and uh, when we do the Our Father prayers and when it says, uh, give us this day our daily bread, do you know what all you're asking God to give you? You're asking God to give me everything I need every day. Because the needs today is going to be different tomorrow. That's it, and, and I need That's today it. for today. I don't That's need right. tomorrow. I don't That's want right yesterday. I right. just need for That's today. Right. Whatever That's it is it. I need That's today, it. I need it. And, and most of us really need to know how to trust God. We really need to know how to pray to God for whatever's going wrong in my life. Offer whatever blessing, whatever. I want to be thankful to God. I need to know how to pray a Thanksgiving prayer yeah. to God. I need to know how to talk to God yeah. in whatever circumstances that I'm in. Say that. Say that good. You can say that out loud. The devil can't stop you if you say it to God. That's right. That's right. I heard somebody say that. How do you handle your affliction? How do you handle your enemy? Do, do you tell them some kind of old silly stuff like, I'll jump down your throat and tap dance on your liver and all kind of stuff like that? Do, 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 do you tell them that I'll reach down in your throat and pull your tongue palate out better? You tell them all kind of stuff like that. 
Can you actually do that? Like, you know, it's bad enough you tell a person, I'll give you a piece of my mind if you don't stop. That's bad enough because most of us couldn't have full capacity. You give them a little bit of that you have just makes you have a little less. And I need all I got. Now, I'm talking about me. But look at this. How do you handle the storms in your life? You don't order. They come anyway. And the more you talk to the almighty God about the things in your life, the more they come. You'd be wondering, how these people going to ever go to church and they just like living on flower beds of ease? And, and I go to church and I praise God and I give all I can to God and I'm going through things. Storm after, and sometimes you're in a storm and you see the other one right here. You can't get out of one and hit it in the other one. You're already in one and the other one comes. Somebody already messing with you, dragging your name, everything, and then here come another one. And you haven't healed from this one. How do you handle the storms of life? stay in the house. If you go to church and you sit in your chair, somebody don't know you. You go to church and you look loud and low. Somebody gonna mess with you. Somebody gonna say, what's wrong with you? You sit there and you ain't saying nothing like you don't know the then somebody else going to say, you make too much noise in church. You ought to sit down and be quiet. When I was quiet, yeah. when I was bothering nobody, they got on me. Then I started praising the Lord. And, and you making too much. You the only one want to hear the word? Be quiet so other people can hear. Do you not know? That when you're praising the Lord, you don't hear all of that. Right. Now, if you're sitting there right. and somebody else is praising the Lord, that means you're not praising the Lord. Right. And if, if you're sitting there and somebody wants you to get up and say something because you're saying nothing, somebody noticing you, and that means they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Say do it, sir. There is a way, now this is the Bible talking, there is a way that seems right unto man, but the end. Have you thought about the end? The end is the way of death and destruction. Do we get tired of being talked about, criticized? And dragged through the mud, as we say. It's not pleasing. It's not pleasant. But we can't go back. And I can't be you. I got to be me. That's it. That's it. Look, I just read here where Penina and Elkanah, El 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 El
and the priest Eli persecuted this woman. Penina because she was having no children. And her husband because he's telling her when time comes to give the portion to each one, he's giving Hannah a double portion and says, I'm better to you than ten sons. Now, that don't sound right to me, but that's what he told them. And yet it's still all the things still telling her did not ease the pain. When you see people crying sometimes, sometimes because I'm hurting, I'm oppressed, I'm depressed, sometimes it's because God just has unfolded himself to me to, I can't say a word, I just cry. But look, whatever the reason you're crying, can I help you? Can I assist you? I can help you, praise the Lord, if that's why you're crying, that God has done so much to you and you're just sitting here reminiscing and thinking about it. God, if you had not rushed down and grabbed my hand, I would have failed. If you had not led me through the darkness of life, I would have, I would have not made it. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot we got to go through in order to be able to thank God. I mean, I can thank God for the days of the bright sunshine and, and trouble free. But, you know, that can do to you from when you look at God and walking you through the valley of the shadow of death or the darkest night, right? It, 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 they do something to you that knows up against the wall. I was at my last uh, I was uh, defeated almost. And I thank him I never did. He, he brought me out. He gave me what I need. I didn't know how to ask for it, but he gave it to me anyway. Because he's a merciful God. He sees what I'm I would have asked him had I know how to ask him. That, that's for those that don't know how to ask, how to be merciful to someone. But he, he, he brought me out of it. And I break all of the chains that he brought me out. I, I'm grateful that he loosened me. Yeah. Nobody from being what you want to be. You have that right. You do. When, when the Lord told Adam that tree in the midst of the garden, you can eat off every tree but that one in the midst. So don't eat off of it. He didn't put no hedge around it, or he didn't stand guard over so Adam couldn't get to it. He had to make his own mind. You want to do it or not? And so. 
lift up your mind and say, just where I am, I'm going to let it shine. I'm not going to show the devil in my life. I'm not going to let the devil rule me and tell me what to say and how to treat you. Because God has already laid the foundation and the pattern for me to live by. I got a blueprint here. And, and, and it said for me to, you know, they said, kind of like in the Sunday school this morning, they said that love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But that ain't from the Lord. God didn't say that. That's right. He That's said right. to pray for them who misuse you. Right. So how, how do you handle your storms of life? How do you handle your brokenness? How you handling your emptiness? How you handling your pain? Is there anybody in the world understand pain? Is there anybody in the world that tears speak to? God is one, and perhaps the only one. But don't take matters into your own hands. Don't let the devil provoke you to say something, to do something to somebody. God created them just like he did me. So if I do them things for the people who God created, And when she went and prayed to the Lord, she didn't say nothing about either one of them. God said, see how they treat me back there. You see how bad they're talking about me. See how they treat me back there. God, the same thing my enemy is doing to me, I want you to do it to them. Mm. That ain't what she prayed. My husband, he, he talking about me, how good he is to me. That ain't fulfilling my emptiness. I got a void in my life. That he, maybe he don't know. But you're the only one can fill it. And she ain't told him that too. But then, when, when you went in the church to pray, was that somebody listening to you? When they get outside, they can go tell people how you went there and just, you know, you just crying and slobbering all over yourself and snotting all over yourself. Did anybody do that to you? Now, you talking to God about the condition in your life. You talking to God about the storms in your life. You talking to God about the things you don't understand, but they still happen in your life. Things you can't control or you can't fix or you can't stop, but they're still coming and they're still happening in your life. This world in which we live. I heard a lady say one day, and she was preaching just like me. She says, you know, the Lord put something on me. That might sound good to you, but I voted didn't vote for him, but I voted. It's just that the person I vote for didn't win. But, 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 but look, everybody who voted for Trump, if Trump wins, God did not put that man in office, but he's using him. He will not, God will not wait crooked things to get you. 
pray to God all you want, but God did not work differently. Even though Eli had two sons and they was crooked, they was priests. Things we're going through now, you think it's going to get better? If you'll see if you stop praying, it's only to get worse at a rapid speed. Yes. But you know what? That's, that's why you got you to gotta love the truth. David says, I was young. I don't know how many times you haven't heard this from the Lord today. And he said, now I'm old. seen the righteous forsaken and God's children dead and forbidden. God been taking and, and, and this is me now. This ain't David. This is God been taking care of me all my life. When I was in the street, God took care of me. When I didn't go to church, when I didn't pay tithes, God took care of me. And, and so my thing now, I'm asking God just like disciples asked him. Teach them how to pray. Because I'm praying because I'm overwhelmed and I'm anxious. Teach me how to pray for the Lord. I'm praying because my enemy is beating up on me. Teach me how to pray to you. He said, this is what he said. He said, if you pray in secret, I will reward you openly. Now, let me get in Hannah. And, and she was praying in the temple. And the priest was sitting there. And I guess he wanted to hear what she was saying. And since he didn't hear nothing, he said she was drunk. How long you going to be drunk? Nobody seems to understand what you're going through, what's happening to you. So they won't help you. They can't help you. Because they don't know you like that. You see those dark skinned brothers and all them wild things? I don't want them to know. There is nothing I don't know. But you know the scripture says that God cannot stand by the thought of Because if I let them lay there, and if I meditate on them, if I preach on them, they're going to get bigger and stronger and bolder. And one thing, I'll one time or think I'll find myself doing it. Devil has a way of sneaking in. Jesus said, man ought always pray. But sometimes we let our guards down. Same time. 
She told her husband, says, I'm going to stay till I wean the child. And then I'm going to bring him and give him back to the Lord. And I'm going to keep the words in my mouth and I'm going to keep my vow. She ever told the Lord that's going to heal you, that's going to get you out of this mess? You're not going to get it anymore. You're going to be good. You're going to be faithful. And the Lord knows you was lying. I told you he didn't understand your thoughts are far off. So you ain't fooling nobody but yourself. You ain't fooling the Lord.
I give thanks unto the Lord because he didn't make the devil Whatever. 